talk like we're just starting now because you know i don't know that no any reason. of that's interesting no Do reason to put to? that in i was no. just I, my apologies all uh, right it's fair enough all right welcome to the adam asks chuck hi everybody hi you want to do one more? Everybody. Everybody, you hi. And Charlie. Welcome to the Adam Asks Chuck podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just saying to uh, my friend Adam here that I hope this is a good episode. I hope we do well. I think it'd be good if we did. We're going to get a huge influx of listeners. Adam, you want to tell them the big news? Oh, the big news. Uh, my herpes are hanging on tight. All right. <laughs> people thought they might go away. I'm just, that's not funny. A lot of people get them. It sounds like a real pain. Yeah, Adam doesn't have herpes, but he thinks... No, I'm just off off the cuff. Off, uh, It goes dirty real fast for me. Yeah. My mind. Now, My the body. big news, and this... Uh, Charlie here, I'll do it. You don't have to do it. Charlie here is going to be on television. TV. I got my first TV spot. Telemundo. Uh, it's been a long time battling in the industry, but I'm, I made it to TV. I, uh, I'm going to be on Girl Talk. On the local CW, which I believe airs at like 9 p.m. on Saturday, prime time if it wasn't Saturday and it wasn't the CW. Oh, we got to have a viewing party. Oh, that'd, that'd be a blast. You're hosting this weekend, though, right? I think it's this weekend it is. Yeah, I am. Um, but yeah, I got the it's a real tough gig to get. I was watching the show a couple of weeks ago with our roommate, and I was uh, a little drunk, and I was like... They were interviewing some local business owner, and I said, I bet I could get on this show if I just asked. And uh, our roommate Jeremy was like, yeah, you, of course you could. That's all. This It's just they just have local people on. So I emailed them, and they didn't respond. And then they said uh, uh, earlier today, they're like, somebody canceled. Can you come in tomorrow and do a bit on, on no, Girl Talk? you do a bit. Uh, I want to know who canceled. You have to find out who canceled. I'm so curious. It sounds like this whole thing is just a bunch of people talking about their landscaping business. Yeah. Um, so I'm very curious. Uh, who? I don't want to shit on the show. They seem like they're probably lovely, lovely folks. They probably are. And uh, I think you mentioned that you're gonna you're gonna bring it up, the pod up on there. Uh, in which case, uh, you know, maybe yep. the uh, the old. Girl talkies, as they call themselves, I imagine, uh, are going to be listening to this right now. Yeah. I'm hey, gonna... we're looking at you, girl talkies. <laughs> I'm going to plug the hell out of the pod. I'm going to just tell them it's a feminist podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're not. No, we're not. Not I'm, the opposite no, no, of a no, feminist no. podcast. I just assume that people watching Girl Talk are feminists. Th- that's what they'd want to listen to. Is the title to. Girls or is it The Talking? I don't know. I, it's not, it's if you're not, not a feminist, don't talk. So <laughs> I could see either way. Yeah, being what's uh, women what's who aren't feminists that. belong in the kitchen. Is that a viewpoint? Hey, yeah, I kind of like it because <laughs> it's kind of true. Like women, women who aren't feminists are happy in the kitchen. They're gonna be fine so, being in the kitchen. And if you're like, well, screw you, I am not a feminist, but I belong not in the kitchen. Well, then you're a yeah, feminist. So yeah, that's the main issue, right? The kitchen. I yeah, think it's, it's rooms in the house. A lot. What rooms that they're supposed to be in most of mm. the time? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, so I, I came in with a question today. I understand that's part of the process here. This is what we do. Um, so I'm curious. I'm here in Wisconsin. We're in the, uh, the old Midwest. So we're somewhere, we're the halfway, we're the check waypoint kind of 
from east to west as we discover this this land. You know, sure. by discover so I mean kind of you know just hey, that's that's ours now. Some people will be like, hey, you can't discover a place where people already lived, but well, I discover things. I'll be I like, look, I discovered this river, and it's right. like I was driving to Chicago and I discovered Rockford. Right. I'm not saying I'm the first one <laughs> to discover it, but you know, I uh, I murdered everyone in Rockford, and no one in the country seemed to mind. <laughs> Uh, that might be insensitive. Um, my question, though, who uh, who are these uh, Lewis and Clark fellas? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I almost wanted to say Lois and Clark. I thought maybe it'd be a fun fun couple kind of deal, a Bonnie and a Clyde, uh-huh. a Sonny and a Cher. I, I don't really know. Um, that would have been fun. But it's Lois. Gentleman Lois and Gentleman Clark, as they were called. Yeah, Louie and Clarky. Mm-hmm. We got a uh, couple of guys. They... Uh... Or I don't know if they were called scientists back then because they didn't have like microscopes and stuff, but they they were in charge of uh, finding out. They were, we were supposed to go find out about the land. So these were kind that of doesn't our sound. Sounds like a scientist. I mean, right? I guess blanket maybe geographer. Geographer. I think they're referred to as explorers. Explorers. Now, do you think that at the time that wasn't the case? Yeah, I don't know why they picked him though. Because I do you think they had nicknames like Hey Lewis, Rat Bad Dude, Rat Explorer. No, I don't think they think did. I think there was a... Okay. I'm sorry to... It's all right. Just, your idea, but I don't believe that they did. They don't have no nicknames at all. No. Uh, so we have Thomas Jefferson, our third president. Mm. You familiar? Yes. Uh, he's a big proponent of the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm wondering what you mean by familiar. Adam, um, Adam with a real... I've heard uh, the name. I know he was a president. A physical cue that I he was I now lying. know that he was the third. Third president. We had Washington. Then we got... Adams, then we got Jefferson comes in. Jefferson. Which one of them had the nickname Rad Rad Tad Dude? Rad Tad Dude? Mm-hmm. None of them. None of the presidents or the explorers. Not, not that I know. So that's open. Yeah, I you can, can have. You that. can take it. Okay. If it's not a president and it's not an explorer, the nickname is open. Open to you. Love it. So we've got Jefferson. He's the president number three, big proponent of an agrarian society. He wanted. Mm. So a lot of people. Uh, Jefferson gets a lot of love, and Agrarian. then Jefferson gets a lot of hate for uh, the whole slave thing. Agrarian. Is that plants? What are you talking about here? Agriculture? Yeah, farming. Yeah. Agriculture. So Jefferson wanted it to be, he was like, I think America should be built on, like, it should be all about farms. What we do sh- other people think it should be built on? I mean, they're like, we're, we're not hungry at the moment. Like, we just had lunch, so I think it should be all about <laughs> something textiles. Well, We kind, don't need food. Kind of. I mean... Some people were like, let's build up some cities and let's okay. have... He's like, let's keep some of this land to make... He wanted the economy to be mostly based on farming. And he wanted it to be like, people own farmland. We've got a lot of land. We're very spread out. People are kind of like farming for themselves. And mm-hmm. um, as opposed to an economy that, I don't know, a little more a little more urban kind of thing. He wanted He wanted a lot of land and he wanted to spread out. I think we've touched on the... Louisiana purchase in the past. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was on a lost episode. Yeah, we got a lot of lost episodes. We're really hoping uh, That's we have lo- to put in the time, but we're hoping there's a way to recover them. If so, we'll be hitting you with the lost episodes. But that from was Charlie Cogis, uh Boy Kid Wonder, and Adam Rad Ted Dude McShane. <laughs> so Jefferson he purchases Louisiana from Napoleon. Napoleon's losing his war over there in France, and uh, he's like, hey. I'll give you Louisiana for, you know. Baltic Avenue. Uh, exactly. Real real sweet deal. A couple of houses already on Baltic, but still pays off. And um, 
turns out Louisiana, we think Louisiana, it's like, ah, oh, it's a little boot down there by New Orleans. Louisiana at the time was essentially the mountain time. Like you take the Mississippi River and you just go west until like the Rockies. That was Louisiana. Oh. Louisiana stretched up like yeah. to the Dakotas, I believe. More than or, a boot. Yeah, it was, it was a huge, huge, it's like a third of the country. So Good deal. Jefferson makes the Louisiana Purchase. What did he get it for? Any idea? Uh, we already established Baltic Avenue, but it was it was just a cheap. It was not a lot of money. Yen. Uh no, no, that's a not, lot of money. Is no, there no. a currency that's like a million U.S. dollars equals one? <laughs> <laughs> no, yen is the thing where it's like you have a thousand yen. Right, it's the and you opposite. Have ten bucks. I don't think there's anything where. Yeah. <laughs> well, in their in their view. Yeah. Yeah. It makes less sense to be like super. Of course. Great. Yes. Yeah. So we buy all that land. Jefferson's like, this is perfect because he wants a ton of land because he wants everybody to be spread out. Uh, and you're saying, why would we not be agrarian? It's like, now we look at the country. It's it's not really useful. I mean, we have a lot of use for land, right? But it's not super useful to have people live far away and everybody has to own cars. Right. Yeah. Jefferson is moving in that direction. Do you think we, we should have built all the cities? We could have farmed all of the Midwest. We could have farmed all these good... Good arable, is that the term? Lands that would grow food. And then we're like, if you want a city, you got to go to Phoenix or you got to go to, you know, this dry bullshit space mm. where you're not taking up farmland. I guess I, people need water too. Yeah. Boy, everything needs fucking water. I always find that interesting because most cities obviously are built on some sort of water. Like there's a reason. Bought stock and water. They're there. Long ago. Yeah. Uh, I think it's all used up the mm. water in the stock. But whenever I'm flying into a city, do you ever have this where you'll see, like, I remember flying into Denver and just being like, oh, they just put a city here. It's very interesting. To, you, it's yeah. not like, oh, like, this is Denver. You just go like, oh, there's a bunch of space around it. And then they all said, here's the city. And now there's a city there. But, yeah. Does it just start with one guy that everyone likes? He's like, this is my house. And then someone's like, hey, you're, you're a nice guy. I want to I want to be over. And he's like, a little farther away, a little, little farther. And people just start crowding on this, this cool cat's uh space it most certainly does not work that way mm. it's uh it's usually like a port or there's a reason they're like what's the port in denver yeah i don't know if there's a port a potty that's very high up was it the first first place in colorado with a porta potty uh probably it's not a real good marcus i man i took a whiz in a porta potty the other day you walk into one somewhere it's uh those are so unenjoyable to be in they're pretty bad it's it's insane that it's like people are up Opting to get into a porta potty. It's insane that people are have had sex in porta potties. Oh, that is a nightmare. Mm. I would, my God. I was, I mean, I was, you can see someone else's feces, and even if that wasn't there, there would be so much going on in the porta potty that's, that's horrifying. It's just a, there's never any hand sanitizer left. There's never any toilet paper left. See, I'll throw you this. I didn't even go for the hand sanitizer. I went into the porta potty. You thought touching. Touched, touched the least not, amount. Of... Touched nothing but my penis, which was far and away the cleanest thing in that porta potty. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm not going to bother. The hand sanitizer is a lateral move at best. It's All right, I'm with you. It's always it's like watered down and stuff. I get it. I'm with you, pal. Mm-hmm. Penises, they're pretty clean. I think for the most part, unless you're running around sweating, it's like I should be washing my hands. I'm not the first person to say this, but before I pee. Uh, mm because it's like my hands are... I'm not touching doorknobs and picking up loose change with my penis. It's 
the hands or speak what, for yourself. But what's picking up germs? Yeah, no, if, for sure. I don't think. Yeah, when you pee standing up, it's like you're a total weirdo if you don't wash your hands afterwards. But it's not that crazy tonight because you don't. It's not like you peed all over your hand when you go to the bathroom. Tell me about this. I get a lot of. A lot of flack, a lot of backlash on this. But when I'm using a public urinal or something, when I'm, I go to a urinal, I'm not really using my hands. I just go mm. straight out the flap, and I'll have my arms folded sometimes. Fl- you call it a flap. That's 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 new. Who do you get backlash from? Other people in the bathroom? Yeah. Really? If I people know someone, don't know. If right. I know someone in the bathroom, they will always comment because it looks like I'm making a statement because I'll like have my hands in my back pockets or something. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be standing there peeing, but it's like, like you're trying to showcase. Yeah, and they'll be like, hey, like, what the fuck, man? What do you, who do you think you are? It's like, yeah, I don't need to be holding onto my penis. Otherwise, this is all going to go haywire. Yeah. It's a urinal. I've got a huge area. Nah, I think I'd think you're a little bit of a weirdo. Have you done this one? You don't, like, hold it normal, but you pinch the skin on top of it like you're holding a baby cat, you know? Like a mother grabs it by the back of the neck. The scruff. A little, little, yeah, a little scruff pinch. Never done that. It's kind of fun. It's like, how little can I touch it? Why? So you're. Pit- I don't know if it's you're... a game or I just don't want to wash my hands and feel better about it. I usually wash my hands. Hmm. Yeah, sometimes. I don't care for that move, to be mm. honest with you. Really? That's unnerving. It's. I don't know that it's any more off-putting than picturing you just letting it all hang out. I feel like without peeing on yourself, you got to have the balls out, too. Hmm? So it's something to rest on. I, the angle of peeing without hands, I feel like if you're just out the flap alone, you are peeing on yourself. No, no. I'm out the flap. I'm going. When I say flap, I mean the underwear flap. Oh, up top, you mean? The, like, no, no, the no. elastic? No, like the flap, the wiener flap. Hmm. The fly. Y- yeah, so the fly's open. Girl Talk is going to hate this. <laughs> Listen to a different episode, Girl Talk. Girl Talk, we've got a great the boys one. are in town talking about their wieners. Oh, uh, we've, we've got a whole episode Through on. Through both flies? Florence Nightingale. Yeah, so I, the fly's open. And, uh, What's it resting on? It's not resting on anything. I don't know where yours points just on a on its day off, <laughs> on a lazy Saturday, but it, mine points pretty pretty down. It it's out there and it's hanging. Okay, all right. Boy. Sorry about that. I don't 12. think I know what a naked man looks like. Uh, I got a hunch. So the Louisiana purchase. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen you naked. Go we, ahead. We buy it. Jefferson's like we got a lot of stuff. I like to that the you West. identify with Jefferson. You're just like me and my pal. We bought it. I don't. What? I I think Jefferson's a he's not not one of my favorite presidents. Okay. I gave well I shouldn't say that I once gave a presentation on the top ten presidents, and uh, I think I put him like eighth or something. But how many slave owners did you have in there? Uh, I mean that was my main criteria. Was oh okay top ten top like we can all agree that the ones that didn't own slaves were the best. But you know, the more interesting angle here is of the slave owners, which ones uh, which ones are we gonna. Keep talking about precisely. I think I put Washington one. Mm. I feel like everybody assumes that Washington was an overrated president because he was the first president, but he's actually just like a very good president. He established a bunch of norms and stuff that was norms like use your hands in the bathroom, social norms. Yeah, that was him. Mm. He was like, brush your teeth, didn't work out for me. Um, nobody really listened to him on the hair thing. What was the hair thing? Powder it. It's just his whole look. He's got like a... It's weird the he way... He wasn't the only one that looked like that, was he? No, he wasn't. But why did everybody have their, have long hair back then? It feels very oh, yeah. not the way... It's coming back. Ponies. Oh, he had a pony, right? Washington? No. He had like the... I feel like Like that. the weird kind of yeah, curl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but in the back. I feel oh. like I've seen it where there's the curls in the side and a pony in the back. I think Quincy Adams number uh, six had a had a ponytail. Good for him. Yeah, maybe John Adams too. I feel like you got to be pretty comfortable in your win to be like, I'm going to win and be the first one with this haircut. See, but the, the image wasn't a big thing back then. People just had like... Oh, yeah, they don't see you. They're just, they talk about you. What, you're not on TV. That'd be that weird. Yeah, I mean, people are voting for presidents and they've never seen or heard them speak. Well, That was how it was. I like that. Let's do that. Yeah, there's... Because then Maybe you're just not. reading. I'd reading. be curious how, to, how that would read everything. Well, because be have you ever read a transcript of Trump in an interview? Um, I've never read, so no. <laughs> it is, honestly, if you go and you read one of these interviews, to listen to the speed at which he just, like, he'll have, like, one sentence, and it will change subjects three times. Right. And it's like, what is happening? Yeah, reading, it's a, uh, yeah. So I feel like if, yeah, you're cutting him up, you're just putting him in the paper, uh, people would be baffled by that man. Yeah. As opposed to... As supposed to, yeah, now where nobody's baffled. <laughs> I'm out of beer. So we got a couple of powdered wig motherfuckers buying Louisiana. Yeah. Jefferson buys it, and he's like, I got to find out what's over there. Um, he bought th- it not knowing? Well, we hadn't... It's, it's a lot of space. I guess it's not like he, he checked out every room. I think it was the kind of thing where it was just assumed, like, Louisiana was owned by the French. And then there was a point where the French were like, we can't claim ownership past the Rockies because nobody's gone past the Rockies. They're just like so I think it was like America gets it because they're over there or whoever just kind of settles there first gets it. So Jefferson's like we got to figure out what's over there. Nobody's gone that far before. Excuse me. <laughs> so Jefferson um, I forgot the name of our raptor. I don't know if we named him. Mm, thought I did. Anyway. Well we'll name him next pod. So Jefferson he hires a crack team to get on it, Lewis and Clark. Oh, they were for hire. They weren't just like, we get our jollies finding new things. I feel like most, ex- how many explorers were hired? How many were just like, I? this is how I get my jollies? Columbus was like hired by Spain and whatnot. And I think I think most of them, somebody's got to fund the expedition. Because mm-hmm. like science today, there's not a lot of money in just like research. And then you go. Fair. We got it. That's why we have all these research universities, because they're like, we need public funding to learn things. Right. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of guys in their basement tinkering. Right. I wish I was a tinkerer. And there's not, because that's when we need public money is when the incentives don't line up with the gain. Oh, I hear you. R&D. Mm-hmm. Uh, raptors and dragons. Mm. So we've got Lewis and Clark. They get hired by by Tommy. Ka-ching. Big money. I don't know. I don't know what this kind of gig paid. I feel like they, I don't know, they come back with. What were they using back then? Sand dollars, the sacks of coins, wampum. What is wampum? I don't know what wampum is. I don't know me either. I that's the uh, the Indian girl who rescues him along the way. That's the name. No, hmm. that's Sacagawea. Oh, I know her. Sacagawea She's dollars. Money now. Yeah, money nobody uses. Well, they they're not still like making a ton of it. Gotcha. They put them out for a little while. I was in hmm. uh, San Diego. I bought some fish tacos or something. They gave me like a, they gave me like a Sacagawea dollar coin back. I was like, oh great! And then what you do with those? You like put them in your. You're like, I, well, I can't spend this. And then you it's just, cool. yeah. And then you just don't have the money. That's like always. Did you ever get a lot of cool two dollar bills? Uh, there was a there was a period there where I had an odd job. Yeah, I'd get a lot of two dollar bills. 
I no, I never got a lot of two dollar bills. That'd be an even job. Okay, fair um, enough. I did work with a guy at a Domino's Pizza delivery driver, who it was his thing. He'd go cash his check and get all two dollar bills. He well, was like the two dollar bill guy. That might have some decent value now. I don't I know. I think two dollars, to be honest. <laughs> I think they are worth two dollars. Okay, I mean, for the most part, maybe yeah. there's like you know the fifth one made in 1925 was worth. I don't know. I feel like it's a smart investment because they're never going to go, hey, everybody, $2 bills no longer have value. $2 bills are going to bottom out exactly even with other money. Right. But if you invest in $2 bills, maybe someday $2 bills are worth $4. Boom. It's a no-risk investment, quite honestly. Except you're carrying around $2. It's a physical money. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you looked at it like investing in silver, where you're just like, I'm going to sit on a bunch of this, and just, that's like, that's your investment. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you have silver. $2 bills is like, hmm. Well, because here's That's the what thing. I'm saying. You can go to the bank and just be like, give me $1 bills, because... Right. But here's the thing. If the value of the dollar, like, bottoms out, silver still holds value to other, you know, people with other currencies. Yeah. But I feel like... Uh, I don't know. We you just have to rely on dollars keeping the value cuz Okay. I mean All that's, right, that's kind of where I'm coming it. from. I <laughs> you have to I think my my brother was pointing this out how the, you see those commercials where they're like money's going to lose all of its value. Mm. Buy gold, buy gold. And then you're like, "Wait a minute. So there's a guy putting an ad out who owns a ton of gold." Yeah, who and he's trying to, to sell it to money. us. It's like he should keep all that gold right. if he believes this. Good it's point. being sold by a guy who's just like, "Please trade me money." Like, I want your money because for... I want to be on yeah. the other end of this. Fair enough. I and mean, he wants cash. He's not like, yeah. "Trade me your house or something." Mm-hmm. He might do it. I feel like all these cash for gold—that's just like steal gold, right? Hmm? People are like, "Hey, hmm. give us your gold. We'll give you cash." It's like steal gold and we'll give you cash. I think it's people with. I mean that's that's not bad. Yeah, that's kind of probably what it is because you don't you steal someone's gold chain or whatever. What are you what are you gonna do with that? I know it's not always the case, but pawn shops are kind of just like this, the um, embassy for stolen goods, right? Yeah, it's like once it makes it to the pawn shop, it's it's clear. Well, or unless it's, it's also got a, like way a serial like, number or something, but that's also just a way serial of... number on their VHS copy of the Goonies, you know. Mm. Well, that's. That's worth its weight in gold. Were you a big Goonies guy? I honestly didn't. I don't know. I I remember, I think in like eighth grade, everyone was like, oh my God, the Goonies. It's our favorite thing in the world. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I watched it. I was like, this is whatever. I was a big E.T. kid. Really? Yeah. And then I knew it was wrong when he said penis breath. um, And it made me feel weird. Hmm. That was always weird as a kid when you'd come across something that you're like, I shouldn't have heard that. And you feel a little bad about it. Right. That's if you feel guilty for not knowing it's coming and closing your ears. Mm-hmm. Nothing worse than watching something inappropriate, like with your family, when you're Ooh, on any end of it. Do you have any tops there? Hmm? Oh, what did I see with my mom and my brother? It was there's like the house. There's like a frat, and it's like uh, Seth Rogen maybe, and the the little some hot kid Efron or uh, oh, who's uh, that? That's uh frat house or the neighbors neighbors neighbors. and they were like milking the woman was like milking because she had breast pain and my mom and like 14 year old brother are there and me and my other brother because we convinced them to go instead of some worse movie and uh 
there were so many times where I was just like, going to like try and get them to leave, and we sat the whole thing out, and uh, it was not fun. I'd always do that. My family, we'd, uh, we'd throw a movie on. My dad would pick a movie. Picking the movie isn't worth it, in my opinion, with a group of people like that. Yeah. Because like, there would be a sexual joke or something sexy would happen, and my mom would be like, Bill! Like she would like he hasn't seen the movie, yeah, and yeah. she would start getting mad at him. It always feels like you wrote the movie. Anytime you're watching a movie with a group of people, the just I like, felt so. Or you feel bad if it's a bad movie. You're like oh, I hate this. Do you guys hate right. this? And you just you know. I was with a girl. Uh, I was on like a third date, probably or something. I was like, ah, Francis Ha. You know, I was like, I've heard this is good. It's like a little artsy, and uh, I was like, ah, this seems like huh third date it's the one where you watch uh francis ha yeah i was like ah this and she was just like boy this movie is trash she could not stand the movie i I was like yeah this seemed fine like Mm -hmm. i was i thought it was an okay movie and i was like ah but it'll be it's probably more up a girl's alley and uh boy was it what do you mean alley (laughs) come on feminist podcast it's an insensitive term Mm -hmm. um but it's a sensitive alley um Francis, so did her opinion on the movie make you you dislike her? No, because I wasn't like this is my favorite movie. Okay, it so was, it wasn't that it was kind your of second. Fa- Francis Ha was your second favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be weird if Francis Ha was my favorite movie? Mm. Would that be the strangest twist on my personality? So this is movie podcast where Adam and Charlie love movies um, and uh, smoke no weed though, so it's a new take. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we got Lewis and Clark, and they are traveling west. So here's the interesting thing. I'm going to spoil a little bit of this trip in that they make it. Lewis and Clark lost, I know this fact, they lost one person on the whole expedition. They I probably forget. Had a, they had people. How many people? I'm going to say it was 20 folk. Nice. And uh, they lost one person. Now, it in the future, people on the Oregon Trail... They go and they'd lose half their people, mm-hmm. like every time. These people are like, these people first. just would run off and they'd be like, ah, I misplaced uh, Robert. No, they'd get dysentery or like mm. not shoot enough buffalo on the in the game or whatever. In the game, you ever play that game? No, you never played Oregon. Oh, that game. Yeah. Uh, me, I think so. Super fun. Um, so they go first day. They get a few miles in. One of the guys, his appendix bursts and he dies. Just a freak, like. I think the thing was, if his appendix had burst it next to the, like, if he had been in the best hospital in America when his appendix burst, he probably still would have died. Oh, they just didn't bummer. know how to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys just randomly dies on, like, the second day or something like that. They continue on, never to lose another guy. Um, so they're on, I think they're on horses, I would assume. And they go quite a way. I feel like the first half is kind of a cakewalk. I don't feel like there's a lot. If it was a movie, yeah. I'm with you. That would, that would yeah. make sense how, how the movie would go. Pretty easy. Um, a couple slip and falls. Right. So they leave from St. Louis or whatever, and they go, and they get, you know, they're like, oh, this is crazy. Now, I remember, because I saw a documentary on this probably 10 years ago or something. I remember the documentary was like, they would see a squirrel, and then they'd like write a letter about a squirrel, and then they'd be like. To who? To Thomas Jefferson. No. Oh. Here's the part I didn't get. Like, it made it sound like they weren't just journaling. They were, like, sending Thomas Jefferson information back. But I didn't, I I was very confused in the documentary. I didn't get to raise my hand. 
It's like, how are they getting this information back there? Are they sending oh, right. a, a guy ever? Like, they're just like, all right, now you take the letter back and you're done. What, what were carrier pigeons? Did those work? I, I don't think those work. Okay. I feel like that never worked. Kind of like the cup and the string. We, we all still know what it's supposed to do, but it never really worked. Right. We're like, oh, did you know that this is how? It's like, it's not really. Okay. Thing. Um, so they make it a ways and they get to like the Rockies. And I think when they got to the, I keep saying the Rockies, that is just like, we do just have a large rock formation going through the country, right? Yeah. I don't know how far south it goes, but for sure. It's a large mountain range. Right. So they get there, Colorado or whatever. And then, oh no, they were on canoes most of the time. Most of the time, I think they were on canoes. Going west? Eh, I don't know if that's right. They're on canoes part of the time. Okay. And they're headed west. And then I think I remember, but they also had horses. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I think they they trade off. So they get to the Rockies. <laughs> the horses had canoes too? Yeah. That's so the part, that's the part of my question. I think the horses just kind of tag along on the side. They get, something like that. No, no, no. Here's how it went. All right. They're on their horses. They get to the Rockies. They build canoes. Oh, yeah. They and then just... take the canoes down the Rockies. Okay. Or something like and then, that. Where do the horses go? Okay. Look, hey, I'm not. All right. Well, you know, it's, I'm not sure exactly how this worked. I'm sure they had horses. This isn't right? gotcha journalism. All right. I'm not trying to. This isn't girl talk. Okay. I'm not going gonna to do you like that. <laughs> Man, they made a real fool of me on Girl Talk. They uh, oh, they saw me coming. Knowing this is released after filmed, uh, yeah, you might as well just. What if what if I have to quit comedy? I go on Girl Talk, and it's just an embarrassment, and I have to move cities. Oh man, that would be just watching you get bullied by a bunch of adult women would make me so happy. Uh, and a little horny. Hey, can't fault you there. So yeah, at one point they. I remember that being a thing where they built their own. Because here's how I was going to tell the story. And then I realized, oh, we're going along. Uh, I realized I must be wrong. Was that they were on canoes, got to the Rockies, ditched the canoes, went over the Rockies, got to the other side, built new canoes. Yeah, you, you don't. Charlie just thinks this country is one big body of water. <laughs> I think there were some rivers. If... There were, but I don't know how many go east to west. Uh, a couple of them do. Okay. Well, they all go down and they were on... Um... So they got to the top of the Rockies, and they took that down. Now, at one point, they get in some real trouble. Uh, But they run into a friendly Indian lady. And uh, she is like, hey, yeah, I'll hop in the kayak. Let's let's hang out. And so she was coming from the Indias, trying to go east across America, right? She's a Native American. Oh, okay. I've heard of them. Yep. Um, She's a Native American. How? dare you <laughs> anytime you call a native american indian that's my go-to okay i'm a fan uh so sacagawea she just decides to tag along with lewis and clark i love it weird decision but she's like oh you guys want to go west she's like big fan of the west i'll show you around it's kind of my is this what pocahontas was based on was Pocahontas no. Sacagawea? No. It's just another friendly Indian gal? Pocahontas, that's like a partially true story or something. Okay. Like, I think John Smith is the male lead in Pocahontas. He's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if Pocahontas is real, to be okay. honest with you. But, but you Sac- don't have to be honest with me. Sacagawea. To be honest yeah. with you. They're going. They run into some mean Native Americans at one point. 
And these guys are like, hey, screw you. Uh, or like, you suck. And maybe they weren't even mean. They were like, okay, I'm going to change the story a little bit. They were nice, but these guys come and they're like, hey, we're out of all of our food. And they're like, yeah, that's not really our problem. Uh, you guys just kind of showed up here. We didn't know people looked like you, but yeah, we, we're... Didn't, we didn't pick up extra groceries last time we were out. Right. They're like, we use every part of the Buffalo, but we've already got it all committed for Like we're not, mm-hmm. a lot we're, of we're not saving it for random people on an expedition. Sacagawea then, she steps in and she's like, hey, we're cousins. And they're like, oh, that is crazy. We are indeed cousins. Sacagawea happened to be cousins with some uh, Native Americans they ran across. Oh, wow. And they're like, we will help you out. We'll give you an extra kayak or something and send you on your way. Sacagawea is like the whole reason this thing worked. They run into a nice lady who's just like, take this river, take the right at the fork. I'll show you around. Here's my friends. They'll give you a hand. Fairy godmother. It was that kind of thing. It's a. It feels like a fake story. Like they, like if they did the story now, we'd be like, "This is a weird way to incorporate a person of color in that." Like it's, yeah. it's too it's, Disney. It's too. It's too written. Okay. Like ah, the foolish white men and the like all-knowing, lovely mm-hmm. Sacagawea. But that's just how it went. She was just like, "Yeah, no, I I got you guys." So the whole Avatar movie was the gal, the Sacagawea of those blue people. Oh, maybe. But how did that go? Didn't she, like, end up getting murdered? I don't know. She might have been the second. That sounds like a good... I don't know if she got murdered. Yeah, maybe not. Ah, She was just trying to bridge the divide. Boy, that movie was on the nose. There's more than two people. There's more than Sacagawea and a blue person that have tried to bridge the divide between peoples. (laughs) That's fair. I take it all back. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) So, they they get through that. They get to the coastline, Oregon or whatever. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, they're just like, this is insane. They're like, it's a huge beach. It goes as far as we can see. I mean, imagine getting the west to the West Coast and never having heard of it. I've been to the West Coast, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. But, like, I understand what a map looks like. Mm-hmm. I know it just stops here. But they're just like... It just seems like the edge of the world. Yeah, they're just like, holy moly. Mm-hmm. This is a whole deal. Now, I feel like the worst part of an expedition like that is when you have to turn around. Right? The whole way, because you're making this, it's like when you go on a run and you miss time how far you're going to run. So you're like, I think I could go like six, you run five miles and then you go, I'm five miles away from my house. Mm-hmm. But I could only go another three. Yeah. I feel like it's that, it's got to be that feeling of like, oh, this is, this is going to suck. Mm-hmm. We just have to do it. There's nothing. What do they think's going to happen? They've, they're like, we've gone five miles. I don't think I can go another five. Do they think they're just going to find a better place in the next three to just live the rest of their life and send carrier pigeons back to TJ? No, I just mean the whole feeling of having to turn around. Be like, we did it. We accomplished our goal. This was what it was all about. And now yeah. we're just walking the other way. It's all about trips, too. The way back always sucks. It's all Because mm-hmm. you have drive when you go somewhere. You have yeah. all this energy and excitement. And when it's done, you lose that. There's like, none of that initial energy and spark and spunk and pizzazz and hoofta and hollydew and you know? Couldn't have said it better myself. The uh, the last day of a road trip, you're just like, I want to be home. Like, you're driving home, so you're not going to, you're not about to go find 
something new and crazy and you're just like oh boy i just this it, this is just driving it's always like kind of in the evening then and the sun's going down and it's just a i like a, how we're identifying with them but our way back is a car right. <laughs> sleeping in the backseat of a car they're you it's know they're riding canoes though. across the whole country horsing up over a mountain <laughs> yeah horses back on, on their canoes. canoes yeah um a horse and water wings pretty adorable right oh yeah i've seen it a few times because i feel like their shoulders are too rigid it wouldn't spread out like a bat, like they would stay upright. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, a horse. Yeah, I don't know what a horse looks like in a swimsuit. Can they I find... swim in a swimsuit? <laughs> I'd pay to see that. I find it weird that two piece. I feel like we think of horses. We think of like ah, the Native Americans rode them, and they're these big like um, open feet. Like horses feel very American. Mm-hmm. They're like the American countryside, <laughs> whatever. Horses are all just from Europe. They don't seem European. Is that true? Yeah, horses are a European animal. And then, like, I know we did a lot of bad stuff to the Native Americans. But also, I think horses are a pretty big part of their identity. And uh, the, the Europeans, I, I don't like when I say they, and then I'm like, I don't even know which. We didn't have any horses. Hmm? This seems so, there's no horse. I feel like, isn't I'm a type sure... of horse like a North American? I don't know. I'm pretty sure all the horses are European. I feel like you've said this on stage, and every time I press you, you start to... Leave yourself a little more room for. You've never Googled. That's the name of this uh, podcast. I think I've Googled. Is, I think this I've is Googled. probably very solvable. I think, All right, the horses are European. How I long? Think there are no horses native to the Americas. Okay, that is my belief. Did uh, why are all the buffalo gone? Did we did we shoot them? Did Native Americans? Did no. we give Native Americans horses? And then they're just like, well, now we have all the buffalo. We just killed every buffalo. Oh, the Native Americans were over why? here. Why they smell? No, just because we're like, these buffalo taste good, we need them. They didn't smell? They probably smelled. Okay. Everything smelled back then. Fair enough. Uh, wow, we're so uptight with our smells these days. Yeah, it used Four to be bodies. like Native Americans, there weren't a ton of them. They didn't think of things like, oh, if I kill 100 buffalo, I'll sell every buffalo, I'll make a ton of money. They would just go, oh, I'll kill a buffalo, I'll eat it. Tomorrow, I'll kill another buffalo. The Americans come over, they go, look at all these buffalo. Let's kill all the buffalo. And let's... That's very valuable. And then they just wiped out all the buffalo and ju- ruined the you know, whole system. I, there used to is be... there just no foresight or just yeah. don't care? It's like it's the this... buffalo need to make more buffalo. Right. But we didn't... We didn't think of that. It's a very short term. It's the... Uh, it's part of it. You tra- think having this country that you don't, you don't know how big... Like we're still figuring out how much... Like it just seems like an endless new land. That's part of it. It's referred to as the tragedy of the commons. And uh, a big part of that overfishing... Uh, is the example often used with that. Overfishing is, let's say there's 10 fishermen and there's a lake. Every fisherman, it's in his best interest to catch as many fish as he can. Mm-hmm. Every fisherman should make the decision in their own best interest to just catch all the fish that they can. But if all of them make that decision, they will all ultimately fail because all the fish are gone right so it's a weird thing where it's like you it's foolish to not fish all the fish but it's the logical decision so it's the logical decision to just keep fishing and then if everybody does it you're all screwed so the best decision for every each person ultimately tanks the whole group right it's a it's a game theory concept hoisted by our own petards exactly
Did that work? I think that's uh, the end of a podcast. Oh, is it? Okay, I was just trying to figure out if I use that correctly, because well, I try and use it all the time. I didn't know what it meant. But. Okay, someone will ride an elevator and be like, ah, I was to buy your own petar today, and they'll be like, that's not what that means. I'm like, well, okay, somebody tell me, please, anybody, anybody tell me. Okay, so uh, they found, uh, they just found the end. They were just, they were charged, he's like, go see how long this goes. Was yeah. Louisiana just indefinitely west? No, I think Louisiana went to, like, the Rockies area, okay. and then they're like... You know, we don't know what's west. They're just like, the west is the west. I think America might have actually owned the west coast somehow. Okay. Uh, but I don't know how they would have. So Thomas Jefferson's just like, hey, you two, go trespass. Well, yeah, I think that was still just kind of like up for grabs yeah, yeah. kind of right, stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and then we, that's that's how uh, America came to be. Lewis and Clark came back. They said, there's some good stuff over there. You should all go to California. All go to Oregon. And uh, everybody went. Let's get in our wagons and head on over. Oh, that's a whole nother story that I'd love to I'd love to get into sometime. Someday. Okay. For another pod. Well, thanks for the education and the tickles. Um Thanks for being willing to learn today, Adam. Oh, anytime. All right. And thank you all for listening. Thanks to uh I got nothing else. Right. <laughs> Those are the only All right, see you losers. Yeah, make sure to cut that early. Okay. <laughs>